Hey, go your nation. I always chuckle. Drink a little tea here as I start these things. Because as I said, a melody pops in my head and I start performing it. <laughs> and, uh,. I laugh at myself as I'm doing it because I'm just curious if y'all actually know what the hell I'm actually singing at home. And if you can guess it, I'd be actually very impressed. Leave your comments in the, in the comment section. Let me know if you think you can guess them. Right. I'd be impressed. See what you guys think it is. Goju uh, Nation, welcome back. It has been a minute. It has been a minute. Um, I wanted to make sure that I had something qualitative to say here. You know, I preach qualitative content. That's all Gotham Jungle does. So if you don't hear from us, it's only because the world's already spewing 20 other opinions about other things. You don't need us to be opinion number 21. And I want to make sure I got something qualitative to add. So when you listen or when you share, you say, you should go here because of this. Not because of comments what other people have already said and done. You don't need me for that. You do not need me for that. Um, what's this number? Three, four? Three or four? Uh, audio podcast uh, The video podcasts are back up and live And continue to watch those there um, Gotham Jungle on the YouTube platform um, We're going to expand those platforms as well too So watch us there Then we'll be right here on the audio platform They'll be different Remember audio and video will do different topics Remember on the audio side You're always going to get probably, Majority of the time you're probably going to get me And you'll get something that's qualified Verified And certified And we'll make sure that there's value within giving there And um video podcast give you more of a visual aspect of seeing other people's thoughts and opinions combined with what's happening in society as well too and of course look for us on our social media platforms if you look on an ig you'll find a gotham jungle if you look on a twitter you'll find a gotham jungle if you look on a facebook you'll find a gotham jungle and we'll spread we'll expand that as well uh moving forward into the coming months so uh thank you for sticking with us and um i think that is a decent area to get started oh boy all right qvc time qualified verified certified certified excuse me let's start with qualified usually what you get from me here is some album reviews project reviews bet you guys thought you want to hear me talk about scissors album now i'm not going to do that why because it's already been done 20 times already you don't need opinion 21. so let's talk about something that's not being discussed the Grammy nominations. Grammys are in February, I want to say. Got pushed back last year because of COVID. This year, I think they'll be okay. Uh, uh, what's the group in here? Uh, Bruno Mars and... Uh, and uh, Silk Sonic along with Anderson Pack. They kind of had a big year last year. I think this year's big year is going to be Kendrick. I think Kendrick is going to have a very big year. He's in a lot of the categories... He's had an album that kind of stopped the planet, and he did something that's rare and very unique. He forced the planet to listen to what he had to say, more so than feeling compelled to give the public what they more want to hear. That speaks to the strength of your character, the strength of your artistry. But that's not why we're here. What's qualified this podcast is how batshit crazy 
the Grammy nominations are this year. And how the Grammy team or whoever's on the executive committee needs to be reevaluated and restaffed because they're missing blatant things that it almost comes across as if the Grammys are being undermined by mediocrity rather than letting the quality shine through. I'll start with this obvious dumb situation. Tell me how the fuck Doja Cat is nominated for woman this year when the song and album came out a year and a half ago. The song was not big this year. The song was big in 2021, not in 2022. So how is it nominated for a song of the year over an album that came out over a year and a half? I'm just baffled by that. But, it, but I'm not as baffled as recognizing that they're just not paying attention. If the executive committee was paying attention, somebody would have said that out loud. And someone would have easily said, oh yeah, you know what, right, maybe we should pass on that one and look for somebody else. But no. So that's one of my that's one of my one of my griefs. Griefs, beefs, call it you want. Second one is I said this shit last year, I'm saying it again this year. Why do we have ten best new artists? There's no way possible that ten artists came out of nowhere and set the world on fire to make this category so thick that it has to have ten people in it. I just don't believe that. It screams of laziness. It screams of not doing due diligence. And it's something that the Grammy nomination category should be better at. And again, this is what you're here for. If you're going to be cream of the crop, you're going to be the, the, the gold standard of, of what recognition is when it comes to recording arts or music, then you have to do better with your selections. And 10 Best Artists is not doing better. 10 Best Artists is sticking in names. I'm not saying these artists aren't deserving. I'm saying that we're not taking the best of the best. We're sticking in names. 10 Best New Artists, 10 Best New Artists couldn't have possibly taken over the world like that musically. Just, I, I refuse to believe that. I believe you do as well, Goldie Nation. We need an artist that came out like Lauren Hill did when she came out with, uh, it wasn't the best new artist, but she was, as a solo artist, she was best new artist. And she came out and she did her album and it set the world on fire. 50 Cent, when he did Get Rich or Die Trying, set the world on fire. That's, that's, the, that's what we're looking for to fall into these categories. Next complaint. Here's what we could have replaced Doja Cat's song Woman with. First Class by Jack Harlow. Where the hell is that at? Now, I'm not a fan of the song. Never was a fan of the song. That's not, that's not neither here nor there. But how big was that song this year? That song you heard as much as you think you heard Woman this year. That song was everywhere, all over the radio waves, in three, four different genres of radio on a consistent basis for damn near half a year straight. But yet, it's not in song of the year or record of the year. But yet, Woman is by Doja Cat, which is a song that wasn't out there last year. Okay, I bet you literally on playlists, at radio stations, they took woman out and stuck in first class. I, I, I could literally bet you I could dig that up and find that out. So it speaks again to how the Grammy nomination committee is remiss in paying attention to what's actually happening in real time because of what we're looking at by seeing this oversight. Major oversight, by the way. Major oversight. It just makes no sense. Okay. Are you listening to internet radio? Are you listening to any radio formats at all? Uh, I, just uh, help me out here. Next one in the where is this song at category for R&B song of the year. Where is I Hate You by SZA? Another one. You could have escaped this song for nine and a half months. You heard this song on every radio platform, R&B across the board. But yet it's not in the category. They have Good Morning Gorgeous, which Mary, I'm not, I never take away from Mary. She's a legend in her own right. But the song is not nearly as big as I Hate You. Not even close. 
Not even close. That song, Good Morning Gorgeous, not as big as Muni Long's, you know, Hours and Hours. It's not bigger than I See You. It's, it's, it's a lot of songs it's not bigger than. But again, it speaks to how the nominating committee is not paying attention. I'm not sure what's going on here. And that's why this rant's happening. I Hate You by SZA not being nominated is a straight robbery. Straight problem for me. Now, they did get R&B category for the album, right? When it got Candy Drip in by uh, Lucky Day. Because that album is one of the top five R&B albums of the year. But point five and six, I'm going to put into one. How the hell is Chris Brown in here with Breezy? This album does not break any new ground. He had one to two songs, usually an R&B album of the year, an album that falls to this category. You have pretty much three, four, sometimes more singles you're hearing on the radio, radio on a consistent basis. You're hearing a buzz about this album on a consistent basis. You heard Chris Brown himself complain about the sales not being what they were. You saw Chris Brown do a shift in promotion and marketing by doing in doing um, um, meetings, one-on-one -on -one meetings, and charging for them because it made more sense to do that than to do a major tour. Not that that won't happen, but I do a major tour because you had to figure out a finance pivot because the album wasn't performing. But yet he got nominated for Album of the Year in the R&B category. That is, again, the Grammy nomination category not paying attention, which goes to my second half. Where is India Sean? Where is Alex Isley? These albums are good albums. Good Morning Gorgeous is nominated because one of the writers is a guy named D-Mill. D-Mill is fantastic. He worked on Silk Sonic, but he also worked on albums like India Sean. These, 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 are, these are the records that need to be recognized. Alex Isley is this new generation's Amel LaRue. She, she, and doing it better than Amel could have done it. She's, she's killing it. Musically, creatively. And these albums are nowhere even near nominations, singles or albums. But yet we're still sticking in Chris Brown. Again, the nomination team's got to do better. It's got to do better. And that's the qualified point here. They got to do better. The Grammy Nomination Committee has to do better with their due diligence, their research, and choice of nominations moving forward. They are watering down the process and utterly making it almost a joke to a certain extent. And what happens is that this happens with the Grammys probably every two to three years. But there's one year where they get it right, and there's one year where they get it wrong. This year they got it wrong. Got it wrong, got it wrong, got it wrong. Okay. At six points, I can make 60 more. But I'm stopping here because we got to get the verified and certified. We got to get the verified and certified. But that's certified. Grammy nomination committee has to do a better choice with research, due diligence, and choice of nominees. Right, here we go. Left turn. Left turn. Left turn. This may take 10 minutes or it may take two. I said I'm drinking some tea here. This is verified. Verified. Life today, Guru Nation. The way we see it and the way we have an attachment to certain things that bother us. We have our opinions and we have our feelings. But here is what is verified. I repeat, here is what is verified. We are not accountable to what our individual roles are to affect the change we seek when we see things in life that we don't like. So, I'll do it on a small level. If you live in an area where during the holidays there's a lot of garbage uh, uh, that's all over the place, and that's understandable, but yet something that you don't like. 
Are you yourself making sure that you're putting out the garbage properly? Are you doing your recyclables? Are you making sure you're throwing out your waste in the proper place? Are you making sure that you're breaking down hazardous materials and taking it to the uh, the um, the the yard where they do recyclables so it goes to the proper place? If you're throwing out batteries and things of that nature, are you doing that? Because if you are, then fine, you're being accountable. But if you're not, but you're complaining about it, that speaks to one of my statements. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to share a story with you that, that speaks volumes to what this does. And it really hurt me when I had when I, when I realized it. Fred DeBond has a situation where their child, again, excuse me, is going through some changes. And they had a conversation about how the child is not recognizing what they need to do in reference to improve their circumstances and went on a bit of a diatribe of what they are doing, which is not helpful. That's getting in the way of them being uh, prosperous and moving forward. And one of the things that they spoke to is the fact that they have a habit of drinking and smoking and more so smoking. Um, and as he's, and as the conversation was spoken about what popped in my head, literally as we were having a conversation was you smoke and drink. So make sure you understand this as a person that smokes and drinks, you're speaking to your, your, your child having an issue with things that are happening in life because they are smoking and drinking. But yet you've been told for eons, or we as adults have been told, kids don't do what you say, they do what you do. And that's what they pay attention to. So for you to have an issue with what they are doing, but yet you do the same, speaks to my first original point of not having the accountability to do what individually you need to do to affect the change that you seek. But yet, there's a long conversation about what needs to be done. One other thing, and I'm, I'm guilty of this. So as I point, I tell, I used to say this at a previous job, you got to point with your, with your thumb and not with your finger. Um, and if you point with your thumb, you'll see what I mean rather than pointing with your finger. Um, we're just starting to recognize uh, an urban culture is that they can affect change with finance. So if they boycott a, a brand financially, the brand will feel the effects of that almost immediately of how their product is not being bought. I feel sorry for uh, uh, companies that sell jeans because jeans is a very here today, gone tomorrow industry. And you could be the hot brand two years from now and not be a brand at all two, three years later. I feel sorry. I'm just going to say some names you know, for what they represent. You know, I feel sorry for, you know, gene companies like True Religion in their heyday. Uh, Lee in the tradition. Only ones that seem to kind of hold on is Wrangler. And Wrangler has a lifestyle that on the East Coast is not even aware of, but it plays into uh, effectiveness and efficiency of, of, of getting things done if you're on the West Coast, especially if you're in the Northwest, Montana, et cetera, et cetera. But we have a we have a we have a we have a, a diligent responsibility of how we can affect things through finance. But yet we speak about how we don't like hiring practices. So I'm not I'm mean, using an example because I don't want to get killed here if it's not the case. So so if Gucci is has bad uh, manufacturing practices and, and, and 
processes and how they hire staff and what work they put them through. And I'm not using Gucci as a name, but yet we still choose to buy it. Then we're not being accountable for what our individual roles are to affect the change that we seek. And this is something that is verified because literally it get, I heard it probably maybe six times from different individuals in on and around my world. And it stuck out like a sore thumb to become a topic for this podcast. So if, if this speaks to you in any way, shape or form, if you're saying one thing but doing another, if you're letting the world know how they should do things, but yet you're not doing them yourselves, if there is an issue you have with a policy or issues you have with how a company does business, and I'm not saying for you to throw a picket sign up and try to get it in, and try to get them banned and, and get thousands of people out there behind you. I'm saying that within your own individual role in your own individual life and what you represent, be accountable to such and say, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'll give you an example of something I'm not doing. Okay. Um, and there's a 60 minutes expose on this that I seek for Goju Nation to pay attention to and go find. Okay. Um, maybe I'll pop it up on one of the social media outlets that we have for Goju Nation. So, so, and maybe I will do that. Um, it was a vignette on 60 Minutes about TikTok. And it spoke about the impact of social media and how, you know, our society is leaning and headed into two areas. One, we're becoming brain dead, which that's obvious. And two, we get to a place where we can't have an opinion because there are so many different factions of people that have a stature or a place of opinions that we can't say anything without risk of pseudo quote being canceled and what that could do to you economically, financially, image-wise, et cetera, et cetera. But what it also spoke to is how what TikTok is like in China and TikTok's a China-owned company. It spoke to how TikTok allows kids to have only a certain amount of hours on TikTok. It spoke in China. It spoke to how they're required to do some educational listening and video watching before they do their own leisure time. And about two, three other things as well, too, that TikTok does that we don't do here as they let us celebrate our celebrity here in the United States. But yet, not recognizing that we're in a data battle for information with China, but yet us as a country are continuously feeding that China system by providing them content and if you want to say stuff like well we're just having fun yeah but they're paying attention to where we're doing things what we're doing what we're spending our money on how we're entertaining ourselves and they're feeding that vacuum of insignificance rather than informing us and educating us or allowing us to do so now i'm not saying tiktok doesn't do that because it does that as well i'm saying it allows all platforms where there's a policing of the platform in their own home country china is being accountable to what their individual roles are to affect the change that they seek with the same platform though are letting us run roughshod and rugged and do whatever we want to do and taking the information and storing it as they say they're not you can believe that if you want in their own uh platform or place of i don't know place of where they hold information and uh letting us act the fools that we are because that's what it looks like um, so it's verified. So let's go back there. Okay. For us to seek the change that we're looking for, we have to be accountable to what our individual roles are that we must do to affect the change that we seek. Otherwise, we're complaining about the forks being too sharp 
but choosing to still eat with forks. That, Goju Nation, makes no damn sense. And again, if it speaks to you, I kind of wanted to. Because I want you to feel it, hear it, not like it, so you can affect the change yourself. Because that's something else we got to be able to be able to do. We got to be taking, we got to be able to take a punch in the mouth and then say, why did I get punched in the mouth more so than don't punch me in the mouth? Because sometimes there's a reason why. And that's what this information is for as well, too. We did qualify. We did verify. All right, now, we're going to stay into this life conversation as we're certified here. Okay. Let me take a sip of tea before I get into this one. Here we go. In life, and this is certified, certified, the only constant is change. I repeat, in life, the only constant is change. It is imperative, Goju Nation, imperative, Goju Nation, that we remain diligent as that change impacts us so we can stay present and in front of our circumstances. Let me repeat that again. It is imperative that we, Goju Nation, remain diligent as change impacts us so we stay present and in front of our circumstances. And there are about three ways that we can do that. And I'll walk you through it, of course. The first one is we have to be resilient. You have to be able to receive the change, whether it's good or bad, and understand your role in recognizing the change that needs to be made and be in a position to manage the world surrounding you and involved with you to deal with this change. And that may happen in multiple ways. But for it not to sound so convoluted, let me give you a, a micro look so you have a macro understanding. Think of it as a drastic weather change. Think of it as it being 60 degrees on Tuesday and 6 degrees on Wednesday. You immediately become resilient as you change how you and the ones around you would adjust to the temperature. Whether it's the food you're going to eat, whether it's the way you're going to heat the home, whether it's the clothing you're going to wear, all those things subconsciously are adjusted on the fly once you recognize the change of temperature is going to be so drastic that your circumstances are going to change your resilience and recognizing such that's why you have a winter coat and you have thick socks and you have long johns and you have heat, heated gloves and you keep these things close around you or nearby. They're not five miles away so that you are able to adjust on the fly. That speaks to resiliency. So let's call that resiliency is able to adjust on the fly to change. Got that, Goju Nation? Be resilient. Next thing that you need to be when it comes to change is be malleable. Okay. Bruce Lee said it best. Become like water, my friend. That means you got to be shapeless. You got to be formless. Okay. There are a couple of industries that disappeared. And if you weren't malleable, you had to, you suffered through some significant, you know, distress. When the internet arrived, 
the industry that instantly disappeared was encyclopedias. You got to be old enough to know what those are. Because literally the information is now at your fingertips. You don't have to go to a library to find out what the Acropolis is and how tall or how high a volcano is or how deep a sea bottom rests or what the adjustment of environment is. You can just find that stuff on your computer now. No longer necessary to go to a library. When Uber and Lyft appeared, the taxi and limousine industry was crippled because no longer do you have to call a company to send somebody to you. You just text to send somebody to you. In this industry, people had jobs. They had to adjust. They had to change. And they had to be malleable in what their next situation was because something that was here one day was gone the next. Shapeless, formless when it comes to things you need to learn, certifications, areas of expertise, things that you didn't know you now know. I'm speaking about everything from learning a skill to learning a language to learning a tool to learning materials to learning about money to learn about people. So work on becoming a master of men, money, and materials and be malleable because when this constant of change, that happens as well too. So some of you used to be, you know, executives at companies and now you're Uber drivers. Doesn't mean you're even making less money. It just means you adjust it on the fly because you're resilient and you are malleable by learning a new skill and not letting the world affect you. You affected the world. So that's number two. One is be resilient. Two is be malleable. Number three, Goju Nation, and this is for yourself to help you have peace of mind as you move forward with the decision you have to make because you were resilient and malleable. Okay. I want you to have growth awareness. As I explained, be very aware that as change comes, it's an amazing opportunity to have growth awareness. You're able to grow, move forward by changing the people and the environment around you in a necessary adjustment to not stay stagnant and to recognize that you may need that you may need, excuse me, to adjust with your circumstances to do what you need instead of what you want. Let me say that one more time. Okay. It's an amazing opportunity to have growth awareness, which you're able to grow, move forward, change the people and the environment around you as a necessary adjustment to not stay stagnant and to recognize what you may need to do with your circumstance of what you may want to do. Now, this one here has resilient is you seeing it and saying, oh, we have to do something. Being malleable is you feeling it. And saying, oh, if I don't do this, the lights may not be on. I may not have to do something with my car. That's what malleable is. Okay. But growth awareness is the, the mental armor that you need to move forward. You may have to recognize that there are people in your life that love you, but don't want to see you move forward and prosper with you. Or they don't want to see you prosper. You may have to recognize that people love you, but may want you for their own selfish reasons. We have to recognize that people want to be around you because of what you can provide, 
not because of what they bring to the table. This is why change happens also. It changes to let you know as an individual, time to make a left turn. Time to make a right turn. We can no longer stay here to do something different. But for not paying attention and not having growth awareness, we may keep the same people and circumstances around us and then wonder why isn't change happening? It's because you're not recognizing the growth awareness. See, here's how this works. Before you prosper, you're tested. And the test could be a former employee, an ex-girlfriend, a former circumstance, a way you spend things financially that all need to be adjusted or some, need to be, or some of these things need to be adjusted. But if you're not doing so, then it's not going to happen. I repeat, if you're not recognizing it and making the adjustments for growth awareness, when change doesn't happen, you can't sit back and say, well, I don't understand what is happening here. This is something that I go through on a consistent basis. Because the world around me uh, has an embracement of me that sometimes I have to recognize what the genuine value in that is or if it is genuine. And sometimes it is hard to see the forest through the trees. So that's why this one is last. This one requires you to listen and listen, not just hear it. Be receptive to the information that's being presented. Recognize that as this may be painful, it is necessary. But I say this to you because I'm feeding you information that's not being fed to my people. Outside of financial education and outside of cultural, uh, uh, cultural history lessons that we need to learn, these three things of recognizing change are something that culture needs to pay close attention to because they don't think it's necessary, but it's something that needs to be at the front of their purview, not the back of their rear view. So there you go, Goju Nation. Under certified, the only constant is change. And there are three things you must be prepared to do to adjust and to prosper doing the elements of change, whether good or bad. Be resilient, be malleable, and have growth awareness. All right. Let me see. Do I have any random thoughts? Let me see if I don't see random thoughts. I know you'll like my random thoughts, and I do those on uh, on IG. Random thoughts, random thoughts. Um, I wonder what the job market is going to land looking like in 2023 because we're a year after the, quote, pandemic being on fire. We've had a year of post-pandemic uh, economic Alteration. So along with NFTs and cryptocurrency taking a hit, I wonder what the work environment is going to land on looking like this year when it comes to those circumstances. Um, I wonder how relationships between men and women will improve, hopefully, over time. And lastly, I wonder how badly social media is going to get in the way of progress because as much as information is there to feed us the way we're being fed i'm not sure if that's the healthiest thing i'm really not sure for all the ones that support me i appreciate you all the ones that are about to support me i appreciate you for all the ones that have not supported me it's coming you're going to support me youtube instagram twitter facebook Wherever podcasts are on Apple, Podbean, just search Gotham Jungle. 
and you will see industry rule number 4080, the audio podcast where you get something qualified, verified, and certified. As always, guys, appreciate you, support you. Here's what you got to do. So what's going to happen here is you come to the audio podcast, get a little bit of love. Take a little break, bounce back, go to the video podcast, get a little love. You come back and forth. All right? Share, subscribe, comment. Goju Nation, as always, you appreciate it. Uh, enjoy this time with loved ones, with family. Uh, fuck with those that fuck with you. And uh, I'll be around you guys soon. All right? Enjoy. Take care.